This is Myth Take, the podcast about my take on popular myths from around the world, created, edited, and narrated by Josephine Evenson. Episode 1, Mermaids. Many people, when they hear the word mermaid, think of the little lovesick redhead from Disney's cartoon rendition of the tale of the Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen. However, mermaids were thought of as very different beings before that. The first known mermaid stories appeared in Assyria, 1000 BC. This story is about the goddess Atargus, who accidentally killed her mortal lover. Out of shame, she turned herself into a fish, but her beauty could not be concealed, so she slowly morphed into a mermaid, similar to the Disney princess we know and love. There have been many stories about mermaid sightings throughout history, including Christopher Columbus claiming he saw mermaids off the coast of Florida. Later, we found out that Christopher's beautiful mermaids were most likely manatees, also known as sea cows. But what if we use the title mermaid a little more loosely? In other cultures and religions, there have been many stories of water spirits, sirens, and pardon my pronunciation, ninhyos. Stories about these creatures go back even farther in history than these half-fish, half-female beings. Sirens were half-bird, half-female, angelic creatures from the Greek mythology. They eventually evolved to grow tails instead of legs. These Greek sirens would use their enchanting voices and music to lure sailors to their watery graves. So did many other sea people from folklore in other areas. According to most stories, merfolk are these malicious creatures who hate mankind and cause storms, shipwrecks, and drownings. For example, in Eastern European folklore, there are resklas. They are thought to be the souls of the unclean dead who live in fresh water. These creatures don't have the tail of a mermaid, but tend to resemble seaweed with their flowing pale green hair and pale skin. These rusiclas were thought to dance together under the moon and call young men by name to drown them in their lake, pond, or river. In African folklore, they have mammy water, literally meaning mother of water. In Zimbabwe, they were also called nuzu. These were water spirits who could be either malicious or benevolent. They were solitary creatures, one per body of water. Sometimes they would steal someone from a village nearby. The elders then would have to brew a special beer in order to get that person back. That person would supposedly have learned things from the spirit and would become the new village healer when they were rescued. A newer Greek legend about mermaids is called Theri. It is a story about Alexander the Great's sister named Thessalonike. The legend says that she didn't die, but turned into a mermaid. As she was a mermaid, she could cause huge storms and go to the sailors of the ships to ask if her brother Alexander was still alive. If the sailor said that he was alive and well, she would calm the storm and bid the seamen farewell. 
However, if they told her that they didn't know about her brother or that her brother was dead, she would intensify the storm and leave the ship to its doom. This legend is thought to have spawned from an Alexander romance that was first printed in 1860. There are many other claims to sightings of mermaids around the same time and location, one of them being from Pliny the Elder in Gaul. He claimed to have seen mermaids and their corpses washed up on shore. He even got the governor at the same time to write a letter to Augustus about it. In the area around Ireland and England, mermaids have a whole different connotation. To them, they are the normal top half woman, bottom half fish, but they are good omens. In folklore from that area, if you are kind to a mermaid, she will reward you with gifts and prosperity. However, if you anger or hurt a mermaid, they can also cause storms, shipwrecks, and drownings. East Asia, on the other hand, thought of these human-like sea creatures not as deities or humans, but more like creatures to be hunted. There was a ninyo, or a human fish, that was supposedly captured in Japan. A pamphlet was released about one with a female human head fish body, gold horns, red belly, three eyes on each side, and its tail was like a carp's. This beast totaled to be about 35 feet long and was supposedly caught in today's Toyama Bay. There are other stories of mermaids being found in China. However, these creatures had multicolored fur on their entirely human bodies or they looked normal, excluding webbed toes, fingers, and the ability to breathe underwater. I think it was because of Japan's more realistic and less goddess-like idea of the mermaids that they were the first ones that started to make fakes. Dutch importers would take Japanese mermaids made from monkey and fish parts into Europe since before the 16th century. Eventually, Europe caught on and would make their own version out of dried rays. Some of these hoax mermaids were believed to be real for quite an amount of time. Sometimes they were, and still are, displayed in museums. Some examples of famous mermaids are the Fiji mermaid. This creature was exhibited in London in 1822 and eventually was boasted as the possession of P.T. Barnum and was involved in his famous circus. Later, its origins were traced back to a Japanese fisherman. Another famous mermaid may not even be a mermaid. This genderless humanoid sea creature on display in the Horniman Museum. After an inconclusive DNA test, it was named the Japanese monkeyfish, even though it has no monkey parts. These hoaxes have shown scientists and interested people of the world that there is little to no hard evidence for mermaids. Scientists who have studied their existence have found problems in a mermaid's supposed biology, such as temperature regulation, reproduction, and respiratory systems. Although they may never see Ariel or one of her sisters lounging on a rock by the seashore, there are some places where you can see real-life mermaids. In Japan, there are divers who are mainly female, called ama. They dive for shellfish in the traditional way, bringing nothing with them but a loincloth around their waist, something to collect their bounty in.
Another place where you can see real mermaids is in Florida. There, there are professional female divers who dress as mermaids and perform routines in large glass tanks filled with water to attract tourists. So, are the mermaids of your childhood real? Or only as performers? Or do you think that there are water spirits in every lake, river, or stream to bring you either prosperity or harm? I'll leave that for you to decide. See you next time on Myth Take. Thank you for listening to Myth Take, created, edited, and narrated by Josephine Evenson.